Is there a baby in your life who's about to start solid foods? This can be such a confusing and stressful time. As a mom of seven, I really struggled with spoon feeding my oldest baby. But once I realized that babies can safely feed themselves real wholesome foods using the principles of baby-led weaning, feeding the rest of my babies became an actually enjoyable experience instead of something that I used to dread. Hi, I'm Katie Ferraro, college nutrition professor and dietitian specializing in baby-led weaning, and I host the Baby-Led Weaning Made Easy podcast. Each week, we cover evidence-based, safe infant feeding practices for parents and caregivers of babies who are 6 to 12 months of age. So... If you're confused by all the conflicting info you hear about starting solid foods or you want easy, actionable tips on how to safely prep food for your baby or introduce allergenic foods or figure out when to drop a milk feed, we cover all that and more, plus interviews with the world's leading feeding experts in two new episodes each week. Search Baby Led Weaning wherever you listen to podcasts and happy feeding. Hello again, I'm Nurse Mo, and welcome back to the Straight A Nursing Podcast, where I share all my best tips and teaching for nursing school success. So I'm really excited that you're here with me today for this bonus episode. And it's really funny because when I started thinking about these episodes, they were mini episodes. And now I think each one I recorded has been like over 30 minutes long. So um, my point is, They're a little meatier than I thought, but I'm happy about it because I think they're all really important. So if you have not yet subscribed or followed the podcast, I do have several more bonus episodes coming, one per day, and I don't want you to miss a single one. Now, before we dive into this topic, which are things I wish I'd known before starting nursing school, I want to give a quick listener shout out. And this one goes out to Hannah who says, I have to brag a bit and give Nurse Mo a huge shout out. This week, I passed my first skills checkoff in assessments. Plus, I got a 92% on my first fundamentals exam. Plus, got 100% on my first pharmacology exam. Bootcamp and the podcast have helped me so much. I truly appreciate how much work you've poured into them, and I know I'm doing better because of it. So thank you so much, Hannah, for taking the time to leave that review about the podcast and Crucial Concepts Bootcamp. So right now, Bootcamp is on sale. So if you're listening to this at the time that it comes out, it's on sale until July 18th or through that day, through July 18th, 2022. So make sure you click the link in the episode notes. Now, if you're listening at some other time, you can still enroll and hey, you might just happen to catch it when it's on sale. So don't hesitate. Click the link and I'll see you in Crucial Concepts Bootcamp. So today I'm talking you through seven, yes, seven things looking back at nursing school that I wish I had known before starting my program. And the reason I think about this topic and the reason I think it is so important is that if you go into like, let's say you're in a Reddit or a subreddit or a Facebook group or what have you, you're going to see so many messages from other students basically saying, I had no idea it was going to be like this. I had no idea it was going to be so busy. I had no idea it was going to be the stress. Like students blindsided by it. And it breaks my heart because I try, I try to explain what it's like 
it's really hard to explain what it's like until you're in it and then you get it, right? So maybe by sharing with you the things I wish I'd known, you can go into nursing school with your eyes a little more open and a little bit more aware of some of the things that are going to possibly be a little bit of a culture shock, okay? So the very first thing, item number one that I wish I had known before starting nursing school is how intense the schedule would be. So if you listened to my bonus episode from yesterday, the one about getting your spouse on board for nursing school, I talk about the time commitment and how you have to be very open and upfront with your partner about how much time you're going to be spending on your nursing school commitment. And when you look at your nursing school schedule, you need to take however many credit hours you have and multiply that by three. And that is how much time you should be spending outside of class to study, do assignments, prep for the next week's class, etc. So you can see how your time quickly fills up with just the basics of nursing school. Even beyond that, when I say this schedule is intense, it's because there's just a lot of stuff. It's not like you're spending three hours for each credit hour studying. You're doing assignments and discussion board posts and projects and clinical prep, and it's just a lot of stuff. So there's just a busyness feeling to it that I had never experienced before, and it can take a bit of an adjustment for students to kind of get into that groove. I wish I'd known that it would be very busy and that I would have no time to waste. I figured it out pretty quick, though. But if I had known that ahead of time, I probably could have saved myself some pretty intense discomfort over the first three to four weeks of class. One of the things I did pretty quickly early on when I realized I ain't got time for this was I stopped going to my big study group. There just was not time in my day to be doing that. I found that Having a smaller study group, me and one other person, maybe two other people, was far more efficient use of my time. So that was one way that I made the schedule a little bit less intense. I was able to work a little bit more efficiently. And I stopped being a mega overachiever. I'm not going to lie. I'm still kind of an overachiever. And I still was. But I didn't go overboard with it. And what I mean by that is if you look at your assignment instructions, there is a rubric attached to that. That rubric is going to tell you exactly what criteria you need to meet in order to get all the available points on an assignment. So as long as I'm at the rubric, I felt like, okay, I can move on to the next thing. Old Mo would have just tried to knock it out of the park and gone way above and beyond anyone's expectations do not have time for that. So if you are a recovering overachiever like me, the rubrics are going to be your best friends. And then the other thing that I quickly learned early on to do in order to be more efficient with my time was to remove all those extra distractions. For me, it was distractions around the home, online distractions, and a little bit social media. So whatever your distractors are, Identifying those, removing those from your study space, 
And going into what I call like focus flow sessions can really help you just get things done. I love to use a Pomodoro timer, which you can get, I believe, free apps to put on your iPhone or your Android device where you do these focus flow sessions and then a short break and then another focus flow and then a short break. It can be a really efficient way to get things done. So that was the number one thing. I wish I had understand how intense the schedule was and some ways to make my study time getting my assignments done making all of that more efficient. Okay, the number two thing I wish I had known before starting nursing school was you can't do all the reading and to not even try because it will frustrate you to no end. Do you guys want to hear a secret? You want to hear a secret? When I was in my graduate school class on how to design a nursing school class, does that make sense? I took graduate school classes on how to be a nursing school educator. And in this class on curriculum design, I believe, it talked about how much reading is assigned in undergraduate nursing school. And the instructor said, we know it's too much. We know that nobody can do 800 pages of reading a week or whatever it is. And I'm not, I'm not exaggerating, by the way. That's not uncommon to have that assigned to you. They have to assign it because they have to meet certain criteria for their curriculum, but they know it's too much. I wish I had known that because I struggled in the beginning. There was so much guilt and feelings of inadequacy. Like, why can't I do the reading? Why can't I get this done and all my homework and all my studying and all my clinical paperwork? It made me feel incompetent. And now looking back after I learned that, when my instructors kind of let me in on that little tidbit, I realized, oh, well, I wish I'd known in the very beginning that even though the reading was assigned, there was no way I was ever going to get it all done. I would have come up with strategies a lot sooner. So the strategies that I ended up utilizing and that I teach my students is to use your textbooks more as reference books and then develop and use a systematic way to skim read your textbooks. Now, I do have a workshop, a free workshop called Five Ways Nursing Students Struggle and What to Do Instead. And that is happening live this week. If you're listening to this episode when it is aired, I will put a link to that in the episode notes so that you can register for that workshop and I will teach you how to skim read in a systematic step-by-step way for nursing school in that workshop. I also go through this in Crucial Concepts Bootcamp along with a ton of other success strategies. So again, if I had known that I was never going to get all that reading done, I would have instead tackled my textbooks in a more systematic skim reading way and then utilized them as reference books. Now, I ultimately did do that. But again, that first two, three, four weeks of school, really overwhelming because I thought I had to do absolutely everything that the syllabus said, and it just didn't work out that way. I'm not saying don't look at your textbooks. I'm not saying don't do any reading. I'm saying you can't read your textbooks like a novel. Okay, number three thing that I wish I had known before nursing school was how crucial a solid background in anatomy and physiology would be. Now, I loved anatomy and physiology, 
But there was a bit of a gap between the time that I took it and the time that I took my first med surge course. So having a little bit of time to review key concepts from anatomy and physiology would have been super helpful for me. I did find time to review those here and there. And then that first break that I had, you better believe I spent some time reviewing those core concepts so that I went into advanced med surge with a really solid physiology background. Lucky for you, I have a free little guide on the key things to review from A&P. It's like a checklist. So I'll put the link to that in the episode notes so that you can go back, maybe dust off your A&P notes or find some resources online. Or if you're in boot camp, I cover a lot of these in boot camp. And then give anatomy and physiology a little bit of a brush up so that when you head into your med surge class, you have primed the pump, as I like to say. Crucial Concepts Bootcamp is the nursing school prep course that teaches you how to be successful. In this program, you will learn foundation concepts and skills so you can start nursing school ahead and stay ahead. Nursing school is really busy and there's no time for remediation, reviewing anatomy and physiology, setting up new systems, or learning how to study. With Bootcamp, you'll be ready. Use the link in the episode notes to learn more about bootcamp. See you there. Okay, the number four thing that I wish I had known before starting nursing school is it's okay to not know the answer. (laughs) Say say what now? Yes, it is 100% okay to not know things. Guess what? You're a student. If you already had all the answers, There would be no point in being a student. And guess what? Nurses are students forever. You will always have questions and you will always find yourself saying, I don't know the answer to that. Hopefully, the follow-up to that is, but I know where to find out, right? Because nurses find things out. Students often will feel like not knowing the answer to a question. Let's say you're in class and your instructor asks a question and you don't know, or in clinical or post-conference after clinical, where you can kind of feel like you're on the hot seat. It can make students feel inadequate. It can really ramp up feelings of imposter syndrome, like I don't belong here. All of those really negative things that cause a lot of emotional stress and it's unnecessary. It's okay to not know things. Now, I'm not saying you don't know the answer because you didn't prepare. But when you're learning a new concept, it's perfectly fine to say, I don't know, but I know how to go find the answer. Or I don't know the answer to that, but I do know something about this related concept. And then you can engage in a dialogue with your instructor, with your teacher, about how key concepts fit together. As a nursing student and as a nurse, you are going to be inquisitive throughout all of your career. And if you expect that you have to know and remember everything, you're putting a really high bar that you need to meet. And it's just, it's unrealistic. Accept the fact that you're not going to know the answer to everything, but that you do know where to find answers and you do know how to figure things out. You're a student, it's okay 
to be learning. Learning means it's an active thing that is always happening. So give yourself some grace, okay? All right. The number five thing that I wish I'd known before starting nursing school was how vital it was that I take ownership of my education. If I didn't understand something in class, do you know what's real easy to do? It's real easy to say, the instructor doesn't teach anything. I feel like I'm teaching myself. My instructor just reads from the PowerPoints. How many times have you heard students or yourself say that? I have heard that, seen that so many times. And here's what I say to the student who comes to me or is in my Facebook group and says, my teacher is terrible. All they do is read the PowerPoints. How am I going to learn this information? I say to them, what questions did you ask in class? What questions did you ask in office hours? And you know what I usually get? Crickets. When your teacher just reads the PowerPoints or when your teacher doesn't explain things well, it is on you to ask questions. It is on you to seek clarification. So raise your hand, speak up, advocate for yourself, take ownership, ask those questions and get the answers. Now, if you ask a question and your teacher still can't explain it in a way that you understand, a great follow-up question is, do you have an additional resource that you recommend where I could go to learn more about this topic? Now, they may say, read your textbook. It's in there. And if they do, fine. Go and read your textbook. That would be a time when I would say read that whole section of your textbook, not just skimming it, but reading that whole section on that particular concept. And then what usually happens is you either then get the concept or you can reframe or refine your question to go back to the instructor for more pinpointed clarification, okay? So again, taking ownership is absolutely key. All right, the number six thing I wish I'd known before starting nursing school is that being organized would be my superpower. When I was in nursing school, I quickly realized that intense schedule, the mountains of information, the assignments that were due, and the variety of things that I had to do all the time made for kind of a scheduling conundrum, right? I got a planner. I wrote things down. I made lists. I had a whole system with my binders, which I talk about in boot camp and in my book, Nursing School Thrive Guide. Like I made organization a priority and it saved my bacon more times than I can count. That's why I dedicate an entire module in Crucial Concepts Boot Camp to being organized and organizational systems for nursing school. So if you're the type of person who does things by the seat of your pants and whose desktop of your computer has 5,000 things on it and you can never find anything or your paperwork's in a pile, I invite you to rethink that and maybe find a way to be more organized in the way that you manage your paperwork, your digital files, your calendar, your time management, all of that. And then in clinical, being organized in clinical, absolutely key as well. So being organized, I cannot express enough 
how important that is. And I don't want you to waste the first few weeks of class like I did trying to get systems in place. I want you to start day one already way on top of your game. Okay, you ready for the last one? Number seven. The number seven thing I wish I had known before starting nursing school was that a key factor to success is being resourceful. And this kind of dovetails into taking ownership, but it adds in an element of creative problem solving, ingenuity, and figuring things out. So here's an example of a student being not resourceful. I once had a student email me on a weekend, and I have a pretty strict no email on the weekends policy because when you have your own business, it's really easy for the lines to blur between home life and business life, and you end up working 24 hours a day, seven days a week, which we all know is not good for your sense of balance and well-being. So I adopted a no emails on the weekend policy a while ago, and I, I tend to stick to it unless it's a you know a really, really crucial thing. But a student emailed me to ask me what an elixir is. And as I saw this email on Monday morning, I thought, wow, this student, I mean, clearly they really, really wanted to know and they thought to reach out. But I thought, well, they had to wait now two full days to get an answer to their question when all they really needed to do was Google that. And they could have gotten an immediate answer, right? So that's obviously a very basic example of not being resourceful, right? Of just immediately turning and asking somebody else to solve the problem versus you taking some time to look through things and figure things out. So in that workshop that I mentioned a little while ago, I talk about this in great detail and kind of how to get unstuck when you find yourself in a position where you are stuck. Because let's say your instructor only answers emails during the week. They try to do like I do and not answer emails on the weekend or in the evening because they have boundaries, very healthy boundaries, right? Well, if you email your instructor a question that can easily be found in the syllabus, in the assignment instructions, in the textbook, you're wasting your own time. And you do not have time to waste. Why? Because nursing school, the schedule, is very intense. And if you can be as efficient as possible in all things, you're going to get more done. And one of the ways that you are efficient is by figuring things out often on your own when they're things that are figure outable. Is that a word? Did I just make up a word? Figure outable. So here's another example. Let's say you've got an assignment instruction to record a PowerPoint kind of lecture and submit it in a certain way. But you're not really sure how to do that. How do you make a recording with a PowerPoint and do all of that? Well, okay, the most resourceful thing to do, right, would be to just put into your Google search bar how to record voiceover with a PowerPoint, right? That's what I would do. I would just Google and figure it out. So that would be the person who's going to figure this out, going to get it done, get that assignment submitted so they can move on 
and do something else, right? Another way might be to just play around with the program until you figure it out. That's a great option for people who are really kind of tech savvy and and good at clicking around and discovering things. And then, you know, the least resourceful option would be emailing your instructor and asking them how to do it and then having to wait for them to have the time to see your email, put together an answer for you and reply back. Or the worst option would be ignoring some key component of the assignment instructions and submitting the assignment anyway, maybe without any audio. So you can see how being resourceful, getting in there, figuring it out really gave you the best possible outcome. It's also a fantastic kind of trait, this trait of resourcefulness to develop as you go through nursing school, because guess what? When you're working as a nurse, you are going to have to be resourceful in ways you can't even begin to imagine. There is so much creative problem solving that goes on at the bedside that you often have no other choice. So I would invite you to think about ways that you can be more resourceful and with that, solve your own problems, save time, get more done and develop that key skill. Okay, so to recap, the seven things I wish I'd known before starting nursing school are how intense the schedule is. That's why it's so important to go into it with your systems in place. Second, that you can't do all the reading. Trying to do all the reading is just going to frustrate you. Have a system for doing the reading in an organized way where you kind of skim and then use your book as a resource. Now, if you truly don't understand a concept, you're going to continue to read more on that concept. And I do teach you exactly how to do that in Crucial Concepts Bootcamp and in that workshop that I've got coming up. You can find the link to both of those in the episode notes. Number three is how crucial anatomy and physiology is. If you took it a while ago, you really want to go back and review some key things there. I do talk through the most crucial ones in Crucial Concepts Bootcamp, and I also have a list of things if you want to do a little self-study on your own so that you hit those high points. I will link to that in the show notes as well. The number four thing is that it's okay to not have all the answers. I would have just been so much kinder to myself if I'd realized learning is an active process, and learning means you don't have all the answers yet. As long as you're resourceful, you take ownership of your education, you're going to be able to find the answers that you need. So it's okay to say, I don't know, once in a while. The number five thing was the importance of taking that ownership. If you don't understand something in class and you think your teacher is terrible, did you maximize your learning opportunity? Did you ask specific questions? Did you do the skim reading before class? Did you go to office hours? Did you utilize all the resources available to you? Take some ownership. The number six item was that organizing and being organized is a nursing student's superpower and That's exactly why there's an entire module dedicated to organization in Crucial Concepts Bootcamp. It is so, so important. And then the number seven thing was that being resourceful is the key factor 
for nursing school success. So I hope you enjoyed going on this little walk down memory lane with me and getting a little bit of an eye opener before school starts. I want you to start your very first day feeling confident and ready for anything. So to make sure that you don't miss any of these bonus episodes that I've got running right now, make sure that you are subscribed or following the podcast. And I will see you again very, very soon. Bye for now. This podcast is brought to you by Straight A Nursing.